This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey, good morning, good afternoon to all of you out there listening to us here live on Pet Life Radio's Ask the Best with Dr. Jeff, a live call-in show. Um, we want to hear from you. Uh, happy Father's Day to everybody, all the dads out there. Um, maybe, you know, have the kids work for you, you know, like uh, make them make breakfast for you if, it's, uh, if you're out in the West. Maybe start that barbecue and barbecue for you if you're out in the East and it's already afternoon. But uh, no, we have to, uh, you know, we, we, get, we get to relax a little bit today. That'll never happen. Anyway, we want to hear from you. So we want to hear about your pets. We want to answer your questions if we can. Uh, We'll get answers if we can't. Uh, Easy ways to do it. Number one, give us a call. Toll free, 877-385-8882. Once again, toll free, 877-385-8882. You can also, a better way is to join us live here on Google Hangouts. To do so, very easy. You uh, log on to Pet Life Radio. That's PetLifeRadio.com. Scroll down to Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff Tab And Mark Winter, our fantastic producer, has left a link for you to join us here live. Phone, if you have your computer, you got that camera, we'd like to see you and your as well. And um, they've got to be. I know there have to be some burning questions. You just can't wait to ask. And the best news of all, it's free. Free consults with a veterinarian. What could be bad about that? And if, if nothing else, not, not only... Will I not cost you anything to get the information? I'm hoping that after we talk, I can save you some money on how this case of yours is worked up, how it's done, what should be done, etc. Anyway, as you know, those uh, listeners that have been here with us before, I like to cruise through the American Veterinary Medical Association Smart Brief. It's going on out there in the world and in the pet news. And uh, here's some stuff that uh, could be very important to you, and that is that Loving Pets and Wholehearted Brand had to recall seven varieties of their dog treats, that's Loving Pets and Wholehearted, because one of the suppliers found salmonella in their supply. So they're recalling every one of their brands, that the varieties that uses the product from that supplier. So there's a recall. Don't panic. They have not found any salmonella yet in their products, but of course, they're taking their precaution. Next up, here's someone about the influenza virus. I have a couple of stories about that one, which is the N3, N2, but there's the avian influenza virus, which is H7N9. Researchers found something pretty frightening in that from just a few modifications of their genetic makeup, which can happen easily, right, just to get some mutations, this particular strain can then affect humans. And then once it affects human, a human can transmit it to another human. So they've seen it in the lab. It does happen. It can happen. So again, if you have, if you're in the poultry industry, if you work with birds as a veterinarian, if you own birds, be very careful about that avian influenza strain. It's called H7N9. And by the way, before we uh, go any further, I do want to thank our sponsors for letting us be here with you on this lovely Father's Day. Brevecto from Merck, a fantastic flea and tick product. It's very important because I'm going to tell you something about ticks in a minute. More than a cone from Kong Veterinary Products, which is raising awareness of animal welfare through the arts. And finally, Save This Life Microchip, the microchip that kind of turns into a GPS. It's really cool. It's not a GPS, but the way it works and the way you register your pets kind of makes it like a GPS. So you can use it as a location finder as well. So um, this is the one about ticks that, that is really scary. And just so you know, these things can happen. 
a family was camping on a nice, you know, kids are out of school now, and they took a little camping trip, and a girl two years old, they saw the tick, they took the tick off her, but mom did not realize that there are dangers in us being bitten by ticks as there are with our pets. Tick preventive is so important. So she did not rush her two-year-old to the doctor, but as her illness progressed, they took her to the doctor. It turned out she had Rocky Mountain fever. She passed away. Two years old from a tick. So I think that says it all. Everybody out there, make sure your pets have tick protection and make sure you are aware of some of the dangers as well. And I have to say, you know, this brings back something years and years and years ago. There was a medical doctor, a TV doc named Dr. Dean Adele. And Dean and I would do stories together about zoonotic diseases, diseases that affect both people and pets. And one of the guests he had on a show was a mom with her daughter who was severely mentally, emotionally, and physically disabled. And what? how did this happen? It happened because mom was exposed to toxoplasmosis when she was pregnant with this little girl. And the effects, the birth defects caused by moms that have toxoplasmosis are dramatic and serious, clearly, as one can see from this little girl who was confined to a chair for the rest of her life. What, but it's more than that. I mean, terrible problems. It was, it was really sad to see. And what was made it even sadder from my perspective is that it was so preventable. But when I asked her, did your OBGYN on your, your, your sheet, that patient information sheet that you fill out, did it ask you if you have cats? Didn't ask at all. As veterinarians, every time we see a cat owner coming in, right, and we see a mom who's pregnant or is a young family, we ask them about, are you planning to have children? We always talk about the importance of not cleaning the litter box, be careful when you're gardening, wear gloves, et cetera, et cetera, because of Toxo. Humans side, they don't think about these things. They don't deal with ticks all the time, but we do. So you're hearing it from a veterinarian. You guys, as people, humans, uh, have children, you need to be just as careful about ticks. You can rub the preventives and just be aware. Know that if you find a tick on your kid or if you find a tick on yourself, if you start feeling febrile, you need to see the doctor. It is something that when caught early, it's very treatable. It's a rickettsial-type bug. It's response to antibiotics, but you got to get treatment right away. So uh, that a very sad story, and I feel so, so sad and so sorry to the parents. Here's a really cool one, a woman taking it into her own hands. A runner, her name is Rachel Borch in Maine, was running along doing her morning run, and she was attacked by a raccoon that turned out to be a rabid raccoon. Now, for any of you out there who ever dealt with raccoons, they are really nasty. I mean, we're talking, they will bite, they will scratch, their claws are like talons. I mean, it's really bad. And so she could not stop this little thing from attacking. So finally, she was able to grab it, and there was a deep puddle nearby, stuffed this thing down into the puddle until it stopped breathing and drowned. Turns out this raccoon was rabid, and this Rachel now, Miss Borch, is now going through her rabies prophylaxis. She should be fine. Again, it's one of those diseases that if you catch it early, you can actually vaccinate after the bite, and it'll still be protective. So you just you got to get these things right. Don't, don't sit back. The last thing on my list of AVMA, it's one of those no-brainers, but we're going to talk about it as our, the last half of the show. So I'm not going to go into it yet, but I did mention earlier about the avian influenza virus, the bird virus. Well, guess what? 
there are in the dog virus, the H3N2, which is a new influenza virus, another case in Texas, bringing up to five and two more cases in Tennessee. Folks out there, dog owners, don't think this is going to happen to somebody else. Now, the good news is it's not a super serious, not as bad as they thought. Yes, can a dog die from it? Yes, but most dogs, about 80% show signs and, and it can be treated. Some 20% don't even show signs. So it's not really a super, super terrible thing, but do know that it is out there and it can affect. Fourth of July coming up. And as we know, a lot of you have pets out there that have what we call noise phobias, noise aversions. And they freak out when it comes to fireworks, the loud noises, thunderstorms, things like that. There's a wonderful product out there by Zoetis, one that I, I use. It's called Sileo. And basically, it comes in a pre-measured syringe that you can dose your pet based on the gradations on the plunger. And it's got a ring, a locking ring. There have been some toxicities from Saleo, not because it's toxic. It's because the owners have not been careful how they've been dosing it. They just put it in. They just push that stuff in there, and they end up overdosing their own pets. So my recommendations, my warning, Saleo is a great product. It's effective. But make sure you, when you buy it from your veterinarian, you speak to your veterinarian and have somebody, either one of the technicians or your vet, show you how to dose it how to make it the proper dose for the size of your pet. Very, very important. Don't be afraid because you're going to read stories like, I mean, it's amazing. The internet, a lot of information, unfortunately, a lot of misinformation and inaccurate information. No, the Saleo as a product itself is great. The syringe works when it's used properly. You know, it, it takes me back to the days of Greenies when Greenies was getting so much crap because of choking hazards, et cetera, et cetera. It wasn't the greenie. It's been shown. It was the owner who was either mismatching the size of the greenie to their pet, trying to save money. They would get a bigger one and break it in half. They would give smaller ones as treats. They would get, folks, come on, be smart. When it says this for this size dog, only buy the right one for your size pet. Turns out that because of all the backlash, Greenie did change their formulation. And now even if they swallow it whole, it will still be digested in the stomach. So needn't worry anymore. But come on, really? Just read instructions, read directions. So many of these things are owner's fault. Even when Rimadil, when Rimadil took its crap years and years and years ago when it first came out, we're talking a very safe drug. I've been using it for close to 15 years. No problems whatsoever. And uh, the problem was there was an initial dose that was an only a post-operative dose for five days. And yet owners not paying attention because it worked so well, and it did, they were using that dose, which was a double dose, for a month. Of course it was going to cause problems. That's like taking 10 aspirin a day. So not good. Even though aspirin itself, when done, be taken properly, is going to be fine. So uh, anyway, again, now they've changed their dosing recommendations, and we have not had a problem with Rimadil for a zillion years. Anyway, Saleo, good product. Fourth of July coming up. Make sure that you know how to use it. So summertime, taking your dog out on a boat this summer? Well, guess what? Learn about boat safety for dogs. Uh, they should be wearing a life jacket. You should bring uh, extra water. You should bring toys to keep them busy. Make sure if you're just chilling out there, find some shade. All right, or if you have a canopy on your boat, you definitely need to make sure these dogs are protected from the heat. And I always laugh. I had a boat for years. I was an avid water skier. And um, I had one of, one of my Labradors who used to love going in the boat with me. But the, the problem was he always got so afraid when I would jump off the back of the boat into the water, he would, he would jump after me. He was going to save me. And it was so cute. So we had to always have someone in the boat watching him, holding him, 
because he was ready to, to swim. Plus, he, he loved the water anyway. Speaking of Labradors, for those of you who follow either my Instagram or my Facebook, sadly, I had to say goodbye to Grover this week on Tuesday. My 16-year, three-month-old Labrador, who was just an amazing dog. So sad, but, you know, I'm a glass-half-full kind of guy. And, of course, it is so sad to have to say, having said goodbye to him, he was an amazing dog. He was so fantastic. He was great. You know, it's my, all my kids grew up with him. But 16 years for a Labrador? I mean, I've had labs for 40 years. And the oldest lab I've had before this was 13 and a half. And that was Woody. That was the one, by the way, that used to jump off the boat to save me. But even Woody, right, only made it to 13 and a half. And I was thrilled because my other labs would go at 12, 11, 11 and a half. I mean, 13 was amazing. 16? That's even more amazing. So uh, big guy, Grover, may you rest in peace. And uh, as I know, he's up there with all my others. I had a lot of pets up there because I was—I have a lot of the time. I still have, as it is, four dogs and six cats left. So uh, anyway, it was tough. But anyway, summer safety on a boat, be, uh, be really careful. And uh, at this point, we're going to break. Take a quick break. Don't go away. We have to hear a word from our sponsors. You're here live with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio's Ask the Best with Dr. Jeff. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Tired of wasting money on giant bags, boxes, and jugs of litter that don't last? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter that lets you use less and get more. World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to deliver outstanding odor control and easy cleanup. It's lightweight, 99% dust-free, and pet, people, and planet-friendly. It's even flushable. Make the switch to World's Best Cat Litter and save $2. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. As a dog, I know a lot about fleas and ticks, so trust me when I say no other tasty chew protects dogs as long as Brevecto. One Brevecto chew keeps fleas and ticks away for up to 12 weeks. Be a good human and ask your vet about Brevecto. Brevecto may cause vomiting. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And hello, welcome back. We're back here, you're live with Dr. Jeff Werber here on Pet Life Radio's Ask the Pets with Dr. Jeff. And um, one, um, one quick sad story before we go to uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about today, um, and that is that, um, again, I'm going to go back to this heat warning. We just talked about uh, boat safety, and, but it's getting hot out there. And this happened in Connecticut. It's going to give you a ballpark. I mean, here in LA, yesterday was over 90 degrees. Today, it's going to be over 90 degrees. We get it. 
But already in Connecticut, and this just happened, it's not just being careful of the cars and when you exercise your pets and you know how, how to read exertion and overheating and to avoid those problems. But here is a typical mistake. A nanny lets the dog outside. She's taking care of the kids. Mom and dad are away at work and uh, doesn't realize that, wait a second, it's hot out there and there's no water. She left no water for the dog or she left it and finished it and never went back to check. Uh, for several hours, no place for shade. Owners come home and they will open the door to bring the dog back inside. It's hot out there. And guess what? Dog's dead. So, you know, that's really sad. Bad nanny. So, you know, again, educate people working with you, working with your dogs, whoever is going to take whatever. You know, it's interesting. Whenever I have clients that are leaving town, I always ask, I said, where, who's taking care of the dogs? And they tell me whether they're going to go to a, a daycare facility, a boarding facility, or they have a, a house sitter, pet sitter, whatever it is. I always say, make sure they know, get a hold of me, make sure they go through the routine with them. Don't ever assume that somebody else has the skill, has the knowledge that you have when it comes to your pets. You know things that they don't know, I guarantee it. So, you know, it's one thing to say to a goodbye to a dog who is 16 years old, and had an amazing life. It's quite another when you have a healthy dog who's just by stupidity left outside in the heat and ends up dying of heat stroke. So um, keep that in mind. So here's here's the thing I want to tell you. There was, this, this actually came up as, it was so funny because I was going to talk about this anyway. And then I saw a little blurb about this. And, and here it is. This is from AVMA Smart Brief. It goes, first time pet owners investigate species and breeds before making the jump. Because it's all about expectations. And here's, you know, I, I get this all the time. I'm talking to a client or a person who just actually last week this happened and wants to get a pet. And they're going down the list of what they're looking for and why and what their limitations are from whether it's space or time, they travel, whatever it is. And I'm listening to this. I'm saying from their description, the perfect pet would be, and oh, no, no, but cats are, no, 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 cats are fantastic. I mean, if you get a cat like mine, right, cat that read the dog book by mistake, you can have the affection, the play, the companionship, right? And yet you have the freedom that, oh, but you don't have to get home by this o'clock or you can be out an extra couple of hours and not worry about the pet soiling in the house or feeding, right? I mean, there are so many ways around this. So I think that the biggest problem that we have when people have a bad experience when it comes to their pets is that they did not do their homework. If you have, are very limited on time, if you don't have time to take a nice long walk in the morning and evening or night, then you should not get a dog that requires that kind of exercise. If you don't want to clean up a lot of hair, then why are you getting a dog that sheds like crazy? Why not get a doodle, right? Some poodle cross, a, a Bichon poo, a poo, a multi-poo, a Labrador, a golden do. I mean, there's so many things you can get. A Wheaton, that dogs that don't shed. There's no dog that doesn't shed. Let's get this straight. But dogs that don't shed a lot. So I think that the barking, if you have a dog that is just known to be a yapper, by breed, and then you have living in an apartment building, and you have neighbors that are complaining or going to complain about the dog barking, then don't get a yappy dog. So there are so many sources now of places you can go when it comes to breeds, for example, that can help you find the right pet for you. And also with shelters and rescue groups that have these animals, they already know because these are not puppies anymore. A lot of them are young adult, but adult dogs. And I don't know if you could see behind me. I'm trying this for the first time, but this is my son's here today for Father's Day, and he brought with him his two dogs, and they're lying down behind me. You see, you can see it. That is Mo. Mo is a 
very large, as you can see, bulldog that he adopted. He adopted when Mo was already nine years of age. Okay. And um, that's pretty amazing. So he realized that he wanted to have a dog, a playmate, if you will, for his Frenchie. And um, he adopts this dog. This dog is the perfect dog, is the perfect dog for him. And it's great, works amazingly well, lives great with his Frenchie. They get along superbly. The only bummer is that my yellow lab, Tommy, and this is a weird one, for some reason, Tommy and Mo don't get along. It's so bizarre. I have so many dogs are coming through here all the time. His Frenchie and my and all of our dogs get along great, and I just don't get it, but they fight. It's not unilateral. It's bilateral. So that kind of tells you when it comes to personalities, so much of personality is not predictable, you know? And um, so I think that it's important to just know and to be prepared that, yeah, you will have some issues uh, possibly with dogs. Now, let's get away dogs and cats for a while. You know, there are some, for small kids, when my kids were young, like young, young, we had rats, pet rats. We had hamsters. We had guinea pigs. And I have to tell you, the nastiest little pet that we had, plus it's kind of dangerous for them because they're so small, Russian dwarf hamsters. Those little suckers bite. But rats, interestingly, rats don't bite. Guinea pigs are fantastic starter pets. Bunnies are can be fantastic starter pets. You've got to be really careful with bunnies, though, as far as handling them. Because if you pick up a bunny and you are not supporting its back feet, that could be a problem. Uh, you definitely could have some issues. So you want to be very careful with the bunnies as well. But the take-home lesson here is that there are some amazing pets. Don't be afraid to get pets, but you want to make it a good experience because you are not going to continue allowing and having your pet family grow if you are not going to take care of the pets that you have there. So what I would advise doing always is start slow. Uh, make sure you're choosing the right pet for your family. Uh, make sure you are prepared. Remember, it's all about expectations and go through the training, get help and do what you can to make it a great experience. Because once you do, um, in fact, the, the guy, the friend of mine who was, um, never had pets. He grew up with pets for many reasons. He does not have pets, but his kids, both his parents and his wife's parents have pets. The kids go over. They, he's taught them about pet appreciation. They love animals. And he was telling me the other day that his daughter who just graduated eighth grade going into high school and they had to get up during their ceremony and ask where they're going to go to high school and what they see themselves doing in their lives as a profession at this young age. And his daughter wants to be a veterinarian, which I said, wait a second. I said, you don't have any pets. How does she, how does she want to be a vet? And that's when he told me that he's always taught them about the appreciation, his parents. And uh, so both sets of grandparents have pets. They go over, they love the pets. They, they love seeing pets on the street. So it is possible to develop that love for animals, even though you weren't raised with them as I was, but it's better if you have them. So uh, anyway, with that, I want to wish you dads out there again, a fantastic Father's Day. For, uh, I want to thank our sponsors, Brevecto, More Than a Cone from Kong Veterinary Products, Save This Life Microchip. Uh, and of course, from me, Dr. Jeff Werber, I want to wish you a great day, everybody. And we'll see you here next week. If you have any questions, reach me at Pet Life Radio. That's Dr. Jeff, Dr. Jeff at PetLifeRadio.com. And I will be certain to address your questions next week. Have a great week. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.